You're live. Welcome back to Total Nonstop Impact. Impact Talk for Impact fans. Throwback edition. This is NWA TNA number 24. And we're about to kick this review off. Go ahead, Kyle. Start the show. Oh, yeah. There it is. Oh, that's right. This is the jaw jacking Tuesday night impact. And his mother called him son because he shines like one mocha skin manimal Rohit Raju. And you are watching Total Nonstop Impact. This is Taya La Huera Loca, and you are listening to Total Nonstop Impact. The Walking Weapon, Josh Alexander, and you're listening to Total Nonstop Impact. We are. The, the Rascals. Rascals. And you are listening to Total Nonstop Impact Podcast, baby. Woo! And what you're really listening to is Total Nonstop Impact. Don't you dare miss a lesson. Oh, yeah, 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 This is the good stuff. Welcome, everyone, to Total Nonstop Impact. Impact Talk for Impact fans. Throwback show, episode number 24 of NWA TNA. This is your host, Trent, along with my two co-hosts for the evening. Basil's in the house. What up, people? And last but not least, the scumbag himself. The ultimate scum. The the psycho scum. Scumbag. the, The bottom of the barrel. The grime, uh, the grime in between the kitchen tile. Kyle, what's happening? <laughs> you keep your jokes to yourself, Trent. Me and Carol Baskin were uh, DMing each other earlier, as you saw. So you keep that to yourself. I'm going to be a star soon. I'm going to be at her sanctuary. We need a, we need the Carol Baskin soundbite from the song. But Carol Baskin. He legit was talking to Carol Baskin today. Cool cats and kittens. Well, she's on her YouTube channel here on YouTube. She has her videos. I saw she was live. I went in the comments and said, man, what a babe. Because that's what I think of her. You know I love the MILFs and the Cougars. <laughs> I think she's, she's a tiger in what my she, book. What did she reply? Why don't you display that while we're, while we're setting up the show? Why don't you display her, her comment? Dude, I'm not J-Bone. Don't be throwing me on the hot seat like all that. Right, that no that's not at arm's reach right now. But all, uh, right. all I know it's is. It's on the Twitter channel. Direct the traffic. Uh, I put it on our uh, Twitter page there. We talk impact. Uh, she Check answered me when I called her a babe. She said, thank you. Sent me a couple emojis. So, Trent, uh. Me and Carol are getting together. You could say things are getting pretty serious between us. So, you know, I'm, I'm impressed, Kyle, to, to penetrate that force field that is Carol Baskin. I, I'm impressed, man. I mean, you're, you're soon enough you're going to be covered in sardine oil and uh, buried somewhere like a, in a tiger sanctuary. But hey, feed me know, the tigers, baby. In the meantime, in the meantime, you're a hit. Well, hey guys, here, listen, we're here. It's going to be NWTN number 24. We got a little bit of news we'll talk about today. We'll also recap it again tomorrow on the main show. But, uh, guys, Sue Young and Susie have both re-signed with Impact Wrestling. Basil, this is hot news. Uh, what do you, I mean, both of them on the same day. That's kind of interesting. Huh? I, in, wow. Who knew? Who knew two contract signs on the same day? What do you think? That's crazy. <laughs> That's very nice. Thank you for your, your contribution. Hey, your insight I, there. Can't, I, can only, I can only I can only speculate so much. As, as part of the company, I have to well they're signed that's all i mean i'm just i'm just saying that it's interesting it's nice to see them there's coming so back many people home. that are signed i don't even know who's signed anymore 
Well, they're coming back home. That's nice. I mean, not that they really left. It was like a week she wasn't on TV, so <laughs> worked out pretty nice. But uh, what else we got going on in the news today, guys? Now, if you guys watched earlier on the channel, we were uh, we actually did another show today. We did the NWA or the um, sorry the TNI Impact Plus weekly at three p.m. today. Yeah, Man, I saw that. <laughs> middle of the day. Well, Kyle, a scumbag here, left me hanging all weekend because he was all out all weekend, bro. He's the only guy I know. Who, who is out more during quarantine than he is when there's no quarantine. It's like, oh, Trent, I, I, got some, I got shit to do. I'm, I'm out. Trent, it's the greatest thing. I get to go out, and I don't have to see anybody because everybody's hiding in their houses. It, it's it's a free world out there. It's awesome. <laughs> it's, I mean, I, it's unbelievable. He left me hanging all weekend. I sat here properly quarantined, but no, Kyle was out doing whatever. But uh, So we did the TNI Week Impact Plus Weekly at 3 o'clock this afternoon. I got off a work meeting. Turned on my computer, did the show, went back to work midday. It was, but I was I was impressed with how many people actually joined us for that. You guys were awesome, so thank you for that, uh, guys. What else is going on in the in the Impact Wrestling world today? I what else Kung Fu Theater coming soon here to the channel. Uh, the TNI crew, yes, yes, uh, we have a content coming up soon on our Twitch channel. There, Kung Fu Theater. That's right, Kung Fu Theater. Rohit Raju and the TNI crew are going to be opening up the Amazon Prime movie catalog. We're going to be watching the best. Oh, the best, Trent. The best in Kung Fu. And we're going to be doing some funny commentary here live with the Impact fans. And uh, it's going to be a hoot. Well, let, let's be honest here, Kyle. This is, this is, your, this is your baby. You, you, you kind of went rogue. And you're like, hey, guys, I, I just arranged a new show for us with Rohit. We're both we're both kung fu movie fans and Wu Tang clan. It's kung fu and Wu Tang, man. So you guys went ahead and just arranged the new show where you're going to be Twitch streaming kung fu. It'll movies. be a special. It won't be every week. It'll be a special once yeah. in a while. The, the logo is cool. The artwork that Lino did is fantastic. Good I, stuff. I like that. I like that. So Kyle, this is the good stuff. Rohit and Scumbag doing kung fu movie reviews. It's going to be fantastic. So keep an eye for that, guys. All right. Well, anything else? How's 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 life? How's quarantine treating you, Basil? You have a nice uh, you had a nice dinner tonight. I saw the photos. Oh man, I I went ham on the steak today. So my local grocery, our local grocery, kind of ironic. Chicago, yeah, 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 ham on the ham on the beef. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you set that one up. You went ham on the beef. Oh, um, keep Fortin. Get thank you for stopping. You got work to do. You got you got to get back to school. No, no, you stay on here. Screw he's, school. He's taking a break because yeah, he's got schoolwork he's got to do. But I'm um, thank you for popping in. All right. Well, well, um, but yeah, made made dinner. Had a good Mother's Day yesterday with the fam. Very nice. Uh, back at work, but keeping keeping up the gaming and the painting and stuff like that because it's not like I can really do anything after work. Very so true. Very I come true. back home. Very true. Um, all right, let's say hi to some folks in here. Kyle. Well, actually, but first off. Everybody in the chat, you guys take care. You guys call your mothers yesterday. You take care of your moms. Kyle, what the hell did you do for your mom? What does a scumbag do for his mother on Mother's Day? I'm here. But that's about it, huh? Hey, ma, how you doing? My presence. Your presence is your presence. My presence is the present. That's terrible. That's absolutely terrible. Uh, but uh, all right. Hakeem has a question about your, your your show, though, Kyle. He's like, if you guys are going to be doing a talking about the Wu Tang Clan, I got an interesting story about old dirty bastard. You want to save it for the show, Hakeem? You jump on the show with Kyle and tell him that day. But let's see who we got in the chat. Kyle, scroll me some comments here. Let's see who we got. Let's add everybody. We got Mir Neesom in the house, Millard Harris, Eric Mendoza, Bill Gardner, 
Paul Nelson, Zach Bonifer, Rose Montana, Impact Jacket Guy. Who else? We got? Global Wars is in the house. Uh, Slowpoke, Eric DeHoff, uh, Hakeem. Who else we got? Who else we got? Eric Butters. I saw D Cohen is in the house too. Man, everybody's here. All right, nice. Let's let's let them keep piling in, guys. Let's uh, let's jump into this. We got anything else to talk about before we jump in, or I'm going to jump right into this review. This is one of the most controversial episodes of NWA TNA of all time. This is this is where it changed. This is where the shift happened. Wait, this, wait, look at look at look. Oh, oh no! Kyle's mom's got it going on. Man. I thought that Kyle was, was. I thought Kyle was referring to the show. Oh, I don't know. used to sing that to me on the playground. That exact context, not cool. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Kyle, are you trying? might have been there. Is your mom a milf? Is your mom milf? Oh, is no. your mom milf? I shouldn't have said anything. You you brought attention to wait it. Wait a minute, wait. Is your mom in in? Would Ace Austin be a threat to your mother? That's you can't I mean. ask me that, man. I don't know. Come come have dinner sometime. I'd love to. I love to. I mean, Kyle, I seem to. Have, uh, I think we need to get Ace Austin on a hot or not voting panel about your mom. Can we do? Can we get a picture of Ma and get it on on Twitter? You know, Trent, I, I love to kick in the balls, but I, I don't take getting kicked in the balls very good. You know, I, <laughs> I dish it out. I don't receive it. <laughs> All right. On that note, guys, let's. Dico uh, wants to see a pig, man. That's see, that, That's the problem, Trent. You you can't joke with these people. These animals. They want to wear my face. They will find my mom. You, you can't right. do that. Hey, Leave Kyle, his mother Kyle, out. Kyle, 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 Kyle. Don't on. be Come a on. bitch, Kyle. Don't don't be where's a bitch, my, homie. Kyle, where's that mom, man? Where the fuck? <laughs> hey, Kyle, where's my ticker? Give me my ticker here. You got oh, you're producing. Ticker. Give me a ticker on the bottom. I want a ticker go on the bottom. There we, there we go. go. Trent needs to get a haircut. Thank you. Wait, very no, much. no, no. I need to get a haircut. There's a reason why there's a hat <laughs> on this head right now. Oh, it's so I bad. Terrible. It's so bad. Don't just sit there and listen. Interact with us. Yeah, keep the comments coming. All yeah. right, guys. Put put stuff in the comments. Make us make make a uh, scumbag work even more today. I'm yeah. glad that Global Wars has brought this up in the chat. Is there a J Bone update? So J Bone has been calling in live, as you know. This time he's not live. He left us a VHS tape, fellas. <laughs> I didn't pop it in yet. So would you like to take a look? We don't know where he is. We don't know his whereabouts. We don't know. Are we are we sure this is from him? I mean, are we positive came from J Bone or not? I, I I it, it is the VHS, so it's on brand. It's a VHS. Okay, all right. Let's see what we got. Go ahead and bring it out. What do I'll we see got? What here? you did? Look at these comments. See what you did. <laughs> I'm <laughs> trying. I'm, your mom's over, dude. I'm trying to get your mom I'm over here. Bringing up childhood memories, man. They were painful. Let's take I, a look I'm at what J Bone's up to. Probably, all right. Let's see what we got. What's what's J Bone up to? Worst vacation ever. Told the airline, dude, any place starts with the letter A. I was thinking Albuquerque, New Mexico, someplace warm. No, he picks, where are we? Oh, two words, Ant and Arctica. Yeah, it's not what I planned. So uh, I'm uh, uh, canceling uh, my world traveler card uh, routine here. Yeah, I'm, I'm not doing this no more. This is a failed experiment. I can't do this. I keep hearing something. What? I don't know what I'm hearing. What? 
<laughs> Jiminy Christmas. That's not a bratwurst. I'm out of here. <laughs> what the? What's that? What did I just see? What was that? He's what? getting he's getting attacked by polar bears, and they're they're the going polar, to eat his the polar, bratwurst. The polar bear is wondering what the fuck he's doing there. He's like, why is this dude chilling on my land? Well, apparently they don't <laughs> drink Coca Cola. Apparently they don't drink Coca Cola. Yeah, about oh the drink hey, but... <laughs> Can we can we screen these before we watch them again? I'm not. Uh, I'm not putting Millard Harris's comment on the screen. That's a little rough. A little too much, even oh, for the scumbag. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. A little too much. No. Don't don't work too blue, man. Don't work too blue. <laughs> what the fuck did oh, I just see? Oh my god. <laughs> oh god, is he? I mean, is he alive? <laughs> what happened here? I, I'm not I, even apparently, he was about to get attacked by uh, polar bears there, and they were going for his bratwurst. So I don't know. Oh wow! All right. Wow. I, if there's oh, anything left of it, so I can uh, officially say that uh, the J Bone oh. vacation bit has officially jumped the shark here on air, and he will be back. Tomorrow night, is he flying back in tomorrow? The return oh, of Jay. Trent, Trent, the bit just jumped the shark live on air. That that one was a dud. I mean, let's let's call it what it was. He'll he's back tomorrow. All right, well, Jay Bone's back on the show tomorrow night, guys. The return of the Bone is back. Alicia will also be with us tomorrow, and we have a special guest. Don't forget, John E. Bravo joins us live hey. thirty minutes after Impact goes off. Bowling here, Alley guys. Bravo. Bowling Alley Brown. Kyle, he's going to reveal where he gets the shirts. The fashion is, is going to be revealed tomorrow. I can't I, wait. I have, I, have I, have seen, I saw the Big Lebowski. I know where this comes from. I have seen <laughs> fresh shipments of these shirts come in and, and really? take it right out of the plastic. Oh, I yeah. know, I'm going to ask him tomorrow if he's got a promo code for this company. Because if he does, we're going to reveal it on the show. And you guys are all going to buy one in the chat. I got to do it. We got right, it. Few of those promos. Every time he gets a new one, we try to get a promo one. We need a promo code. That's what we need. All right, boys, let's kick it off, guys. One of the most controversial episodes of NWA TNA of all time. This is the one where Sports Entertainment Extreme was born. This had a lot. This like completely took it from this southern, like father and son company to just a whole different level. Was uh, this was this a quarantine episode before quarantine? Because I could have sworn there's like like a quarter of the roster on this episode. <laughs> yeah, dude, I don't know. I don't know. There could have been, well, I don't know. Look, just when like, you got to pay for Roddy Piper, yeah, make some cuts, man. You can't afford everything. That's a heavy else. booking, man. I'll tell you what, though. I'll tell you what. I met Rowdy Piper four days before this appearance. Really? At a, at a Borders bookstore getting his, his book signed. And I remember asking him, and I go, hey, Rod, are you ever going to go to TNA? And he goes, I don't know. I'm not too sure what that is, brother. I don't know. I, uh, I'm like, oh, yeah, was, we're talking. I'm like, ah, whatever, you know. Kelly kayfabing me because three, four days later, he showed up on, on TNA. But he uh, was really cool. I didn't have a camera. No, it was 2002. So I didn't, you know, camera phones weren't a thing. So I didn't get a photo. But I got his autograph. Josh Matthews. Uh, to Dead Punk's cage, Gage's uh, comment, Matthews actually did have a fashion podcast. We've talked yeah. about it here on the show, the Men's yeah. Fashion Lifestyle Aficionado podcast, something yeah. like that, something along those lines. Yeah, he, it was a the Men's Aficionado. I forgot what it was. I forgot what it was. But anyway, so Roddy Piper is on the show, and it opens up the show. It, we start off, we got a little bit of a recap of when they went off the air last week. 
It went off the air last week. We cut a little early. They showed um, Russo and Truth brawl last week. Actually, get into a, a kind of a brawl out of nowhere after the cameras went off the air. Harris boys broke it up, and the Russo was all fu fu on the way out. We start this show, and Rowdy Piper's music is playing, and everybody's freaking out. Everybody's puzzled. Like, wait a minute, wait a minute, it can't be. Mike Tanay is having a conniption on what's going on here. He cannot figure out what's happening, and uh, out of nowhere, Piper walks out. Rowdy, Rowdy Piper, legend the himself. Longest, the longest intro of an entrance. Hey, it's Rowdy Piper, man. <laughs> no, no, I get it. But they're like, like Tanay was like, this is, a, this is a familiar one. What could it be? What, could and it, be? <laughs> what does it mean? It's like, dude, come on. By now, you, I hope you figured it's, it, it it's out. It's like for like five minutes. And then Rowdy. And then it looks, I don't like that. Was that dude like an actor or something that he was with? Or is that his son? It's not his son. I remember because that guy was with him at the book on the book signing uh, when I met him three a few days prior. He was right next to him at the table. He, so it's not his kid. Uh, I don't know. It's like some guy he's training or something. I don't know exactly who it is, but it's not his kid. Um, and the guy's really awkward. Like he's kind of like you can tell Rod, he's like, come on with me, brother. Just come with me. Like the kid's like, uh, so he just was out there. But um, he comes out, man. He talks about being on the book tour. You know, that's where that's the stop. I mean, obviously it worked out timing. He's on the book tour. Um, he goes in hard on the sports entertainment thing, man. Like he goes in real hard. It's he a work hard shoot. on Russo. Big time. This now what was revealed later on this is the work shoot. I mean, Russo was on Piper's podcast before Piper passed away. Uh, they're fine. Like they, they settled their friendship very nicely and they had a really good episode there's archives of it. it's actually a really good show and um but it was a work shoot you know obviously it wasn't meant to go as far as it did and what by what i mean by that is piper looks right into the camera and goes hey russo let me ask you a question did you did, did you, you kill, kill? good good he's he basically alluded that because russo was the one who set up um, Owens, um, the, basically the stunt to get down to the ring, Shawn Michaels yeah. style, basically because it was his idea, Russo is the reason for Owens' death. And this is still very fresh at the time. I mean, five years after was Not very... Even. This is three. This is three years oh, after. I keep thinking 97. That happened in 99. So 99. Yeah, that was this is very fresh. fresh. Stupid fresh, yeah. And that was like I that Owen's death was talked about over and over for minimum ten years before it started to like cool off. Dude, this is this is very very uh the, the very the second he says it, the whole crowd goes silent because this became it, then it just became awkward. Then it's like, oh shit. So then he, he does that. Russo comes in like he comes in out of the crowd. You could tell. This is the part where you knew it went off the rails. Like you could tell it was a work shoot up until this point. And it goes there. Russo's there. He's in his face. It's intense. And then you could then you really know it's not it's not a work when the Harris boys come out to defuse everything, really. Because they're there to basically stand in, in, in the way. Uh there's a lot of heat being thrown around. This is one of it's on YouTube everywhere, guys. If you don't have Impact Plus, I suggest you watch just for the context of how intense this was. You weren't getting stuff. You were not getting things like this on TV back then, Kyle. I mean, this is like, this is unpredictable shit, man. This is the kind of stuff that I mean, you and I like like unpredictable stuff like this. But this was, this is an extremely intense promo, though. You know, when you're 
producing the uh, Crash TV, sometimes you get a little tasteless. You get a little lost in the sauce, and you go a little over the top in the okay. you know trying to. And at this time, two thousand and two, you got to think, Trent. There's a solid amount of people like you can laugh at me now because it's twenty twenty, but I guarantee you in two thousand and two, there was a solid amount of people that watched this and thought it was completely real. And we're completely sold. Oh, totally. I mean, we all thought it was real all the time. No, exactly. nobody works you exactly. So I mean, you're looking at the the dawn of reality TV and. That Good kind point. of trashiness, you know, because that that was Russo's philosophy, you know. Forget the wrestling. Let's 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 trick the people. Is this real or fake? I get it, the whole work shoot thing, but I think this is an example where I think they just might have went a little too far. I, well, that's where Piper. I mean, he Piper admitted later on that he he you know that he did take it too far. You know, Piper has gone on the record and say he he went too far with it. It wasn't meant to be. He was caught up in the moment, man. But who's going to tell Rowdy Piper you went too far? You know. So yeah, they tried yeah. diffusing it. You know what? It's it was good that it was done in a pay per view setting. Yeah, oh, in my opinion, sure. um, because you never really heard Roddy talk about it much after that. I think Roddy just needed to say it, and I don't blame him. I mean, Roddy and that whole family were very close, and yeah, it's 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 sometimes you just have to. He just had to get it off his chest. And I don't blame him because a lot of people were upset at that time and they didn't know who to blame. Like there were so many people who were involved in that decision. It wasn't obviously there wasn't one person because you had to have someone who came up with the idea, somebody who approved the idea, the people who made the idea a reality. And then you had to have Owen himself agree to it. Now, do we know if he was forced or not? That, that that's That's something that we don't know, but... Well, they've, it, they've, they've said he wasn't forced. I mean, obviously, but there was always a fear in that in that business in that company. If you if you say no, because he had already said no to something prior about a, a storyline where he's having an affair with Deborah, he said no to that. So he thought I can't keep saying no because then my job's at risk. That's the kind of that's the kind of environment they built, you know, and that sucks. Wish um, he could have just had that affair with. If if that was the alternate, that was the alternate. That was fuck, the alternate. I wish I wish he could have just had the affair yeah. and then. It wouldn't. Day. It wouldn't have been much on uh, of a stain, so to speak, on his career. But no, damn, this, I would have day. Killed, I would have killed for another ten to fifteen years of Owen on our TV. Yeah, it, it was. It was. He was one of the best, man. One of my favorite. Kyle, are you an Owen Hart guy? Big fan of Owen the Nugget. He used to have WWF attitude. Used to, used to pick Owen just to hear him say, "I am not a Nugget." Enough is enough, then it's time for a change. I love him, Bingo. man. Bingo. But you know what? I think that uh, – I don't – well, let's face it. Roddy Piper is not with us anymore. Yeah, so sadly. One side of the story, you're not going to get it. I mean, he's probably done a million interviews since. If we looked hard enough, we could probably find him talking about it. Like you said before, uh, he had – him and Russo did a podcast together. Correct, Trent? It was uh, Roddy Piper used to have a podcast himself. And he brought Russo on it, and they had a great talk. It's a really good episode, actually. So I'm I, wondering, was this Russo's idea, or was this like, Roddy, just do say whatever you want, go out there, do something it, crazy? It was a say whatever you want. It gave him freedom to do it. A little bit of a work shoot, like, hey, dig in on the sports entertainment part of it. He didn't know it was going to go this far. This is where Roddy's, Roddy's ther- therapy came into play. And um, and what you could, like I said, you could tell. The way the Harris boys run in, 
and it's not like they're breaking up a fight. Like they, it's a very nerve wracking situation. Yeah, I don't think that Roddy Piper actually believes that. I think he was just trying to uh, give into that narrative of, all right, let's paint Vince Russo as the ultimate bad guy, the Antichrist, and a lot of people on the internet and whatever, whatever was around, kind of pre-internet, early internet. A lot of people probably did say Russo is to blame for Owen Hart's death. So I think it was a situation of how do we get the entire wrestling world to talk about us tomorrow? Almost like a publicity stunt. But looking back now, a little tasteless and trashy, but 2002 was the dawn of trash TV. Oh, my God. I mean, that's it kicked a lot of it off, man. I mean, shit, simple life, right? And that's our run then, too. <laughs> was, was you like, had the, <laughs> the end of tabloid TV with Jerry Springer, which Russo yeah. said a million times. Huge influence on his uh, wrestling writing, oh, for better or worse. Uh, but then you had reality TV, and this is all part of that era. Big time. Well, hey, uh, definitely, like I said, guys, a, a segment worth checking out. It's something that's – it's in his wrestling history, it's one that doesn't get forgotten. So I I say definitely go, um, go check that out. We go from that right to a match. Divine Storm with Trinity taking on the SATs. They're both in the same training school. They both tra- – all of them train with Mikey Whipwreck. But, man – Guys, I can't help but think Trinity is like the star here. And we knew Basil, you watched this uh, as it aired too. Trinity ended up being the big star out of all this. It's like, I've said this before on so many different podcasts. Like it's crazy how the manager or the girl who was meant to just be arm candy or just a little bit of an enhancement ends mm-hmm. up becoming the breakout. And we've seen it over and over in the years and it's like we can't we can't knock or we can't overlook these type of these type of talents that they get in and they bring them in for a reason in yeah. trinity trinity like trinity was the star of that match i don't like i'm sorry but like her attitude was amazing it was on point you see all you see divine storm which oh i hate that name and i hate their Terrible. gear i hated i hated everybody's gear in this match <laughs> but like except I hate, trinity Except Trinity, Trinity, Ooh, Trinity looked good, but like except Trinity, she was oh. the except only Trinity. one but, out what? of this. But yep. did you see like her attitude? She wasn't like happy. She was just like, "Yeah, I fucking did that. Yeah. I made you guys lose." Yeah, I did. Like she, I'm telling you, she's awesome, man. Like not enough credit as far as being remembered as as a historic knockout, though. I'm surprised. Like she never got brought back. Uh, She's still around, guys. She's on. She's at Action Trinity on Instagram. I do. I do follow her. It's really cool to still see her because she did go to that ECW brand WWE for like a cup of coffee, and that was it. Uh, but she, she, and she ended up getting hurt, right, Basil? She had a big neck injury. She was a stunt woman too. Like, she yeah. Did. She well, she she went to WWE for like the EC the WWE ECW run because she yeah. stayed with she stayed with TNA for about three years after. She and was then, there for did that whole Dusty Rhodes thing. She was there until like 07, I want to say. Oh, nice five. Oh, it was 05 because 06, she she signed with, oh, yeah, uh, yeah. OVW. And then she had a tryout on Sunday Night Heat. She got signed from that. And then she worked for about a year. She got released. And then she retired. She came back twice to TNA, once in like 2000 eight i believe she and then did? one time yeah and then one time in 2013 she came back for the uh for the knockouts one night only show holy shit she did i didn't even know that wow. yeah 
I, did, I like I did, Trinity, man. I did. I did my homework on her when uh when she popped up on my TV today. I was like, yeah, yeah let's nice. do some, let's do some homework. That's awesome, man. I listen, Hakeem Ford. I actually did an article about Trinity's work in TNA. Please do post it, Hakeem. I would love to read some of this because I she gets forgotten, man. And I think she had a really she. I mean, she had that whole feud with Kid Cash. She was doing intergender, Kyle, before this whole Tessa and Sammy thing kicked off. This Trinity was fighting Kid Cash like freaking eighteen years ago, man. She was she was a pioneer. There was a lot of intergender going on throughout this entire episode. I mean, a lot, <laughs> a lot. They were they were blazing trails back then, man. Uh, yeah, but I mean, in this situation, doesn't it's kind of one sided because it's like right now on TV, I, I see uh, what we're gonna get to in a little bit. Russo uh, smacking up Athena, and then the very end of the episode, yeah. a woman eats the pin. Yes, uh, yeah, we'll we'll definitely talk about. There's yeah. a lot. Holy shit, there's a lot going on. This is this is entertainment very... extreme. It was trying to shock you and like ha- 2002. It's like wrestling had already peaked through that shocking era, and this was their way of well, how do we push the envelope further? This was an intense episode. God damn, man. Um, but no, uh, <laughs> Divine Storm gets to win on this one. Trinity does a little cheat to him, but no, she thank Basil. Thanks for that background. That's that's pretty good. I. I didn't know she came back. I'd love to see her come back a little bit. Um, and Butters wants to know if you have Wikipedia in front of, open in front of you, Basil. He doesn't believe that you knew all that off the top of your head. <laughs> uh, Wikipedia is not open in front of me, but I <laughs> I remembered that because... Basil's that one kid you grew up with that had all the encyclopedias in his bedroom. You never saw him read them, but they were there. Actually, ask, kid. ask Trent. I'm a, I'm very good with, with remember, but I just read it earlier today. Yeah. So it's not like it, it was really fresh in my mind. And because we were doing the show, like like I said, I, I do pull up Wikipedia a lot, but I didn't pull it up right in front of my face. Guys, so. I can't remember shit. I can't remember anything. Like I, I remember bits and pieces, but I rely on people like Badzo and then like referee Nate when I need like AW details and stuff. I was going to them this morning, Trent. I don't. I can't even tell. I had a protein bar. I did okay. have a protein bar. Yes, Those Robert Irvine bars. Yes, you know. I tell you about these. Those, Those are so good. Those them. are so good. They're so good, man. Gail, Mister Gail Kim, uh, his his freaking protein bars are unbelievable. Fit Crunch. If anybody wants to, Fit Crunch wants to sponsor TNI. Feel free, uh, Chef Irvine. I'd love to do it. But um, let's keep going, guys. Chris Harris is there. So AMW's in solo matches on this this evening. Chris Harris makes his entrance, and Russo interrupts the entrance. Grabs a microphone and says, all right, now it's my turn. And, dude, it's like total shoot style, right? I, again, I don't even think this I, – I don't think all this was planned either. Um, he dogs the NWA for being old. The crowd's hot. The crowd is very, very into this guy. They're like really – there's a lot of heat on Russo here. He tells JB he's going to stick his own foot up his ass. JB flips him off. He asks the crowd. This is where the crowd went nuts. This is where the crowd went nuts. Well, by the way, Butters wants you and I, Basil, to do a ultimate TNA trivia challenge. I think I would, I would love to do that. Actually, that's a good idea. As long as I get to be the host, put the yes, suit on. Absolutely, mic. absolutely. You are a game show host. Be that guy. So he asks the crowd, "Do you want blood, sex, nudity, violence?" They're going nuts at all these at all these answers. And th- and then he announced, "This is a big." Big thing in, in, in TNA, he announces that this is the birth of sports entertainment extreme. And he's like, spell it out. And it's sex, obviously. He calls out, uh, he's like, you know, all the Athena signs. He starts making mentions. If you guys have been watching with us, you see a lot of signs in the crowd for Athena. Athena. She was a local, 
local wrestler. She had a big following. You know, got, she had a lot of people in, in that crowd for her. Talk about it here on the show every week. Yeah, we all. Uh, J Bone's always J Bone's flabbergasted by the Athena love. Always like, man, wh- who the hell is Athena? So he calls her into the ring and he's like, "I'm going to give you a shot." He's like, "I'm going to do it. What, what uh, the NWA won't do it. They're not going to get. Out. They don't put you on here. I'm going to give you a shot." And then Baz, this is the part that you didn't like, and he, <laughs> he tells her, "Go ahead." And show your, he's like, tell, show your, show your breasts. What do you guys want? You all see? Your I don't head? like. Okay, that part. Okay, that part. It's like, okay, whatever. Because we've seen that before. But it was, it was the action afterward that made me uncomfortable. So he backs her to the corner, and he starts pulling on her hair. And like, I didn't catch the hair pull. I know you oh, mentioned that, bro. He was pulling on her hair. And well, she slapped like, him, right? She slaps him first, and he backs oh, her to yeah. the corner. And then he's like backing her, and then he's like, "What do you want to show?" He's like, "You want to show your flapjacks?" <laughs> he calls her poops flapjacks. And then, uh, but this is the part that I gotta say made me kind of go like, "Oh shit!" He's you like, know, Trent, "Yeah." In the history of this podcast, we've come across a lot of scumbags. A lot of scumbags. But I gotta say, in this episode's context, Mr. Vince Russo, my hero, Uncle Vince, Uncle Long Vince. Island's very own. He's I am his Long Island son. He just doesn't know it yet. This guy might be the ultimate scumbag, the biggest scumbag of all. I, time. I, I wasn't, yeah, I wasn't a fan. Like, I get it. I mean, it in a good way. Not Basil is this poop. No, I know, I know. <laughs> you, I, I, didn't, like I, didn't, I didn't, I didn't like the hair pulling after your, after all that shit. I don't know. It was, it was a little too much Russo for me. He called her. He was calling her a bitch and a witch and a wench and. I mean, she slapped him. The Harris boys come out to break it all up. I, I, but I, lo- I love the way he built it up. Like, I love how he had the crowd eating out of the palm of his hand, the way he built it that up. That was good. Know? I will say. Because he had Athena? Him. I'm going to give you Athena. Like, he's saying all these great things. And then and they were like, yeah. She's like, he's like, the old NWA won't give you a shot. Goes, I'm going to get She's like, yeah. And then all of a sudden, it's like, show your tits. <laughs> he went old school Howard Stern, you know? Uh, he let's, did. Let's see those, honey. You know, show them. I mean, he is a Howard Stern guy. So, like, it, he knew how to build it and then just, you know, stab him with it. But, uh, it was a different animal, to say the least. Yes. This is this is the part that's interesting. Um, the Harris boys come out, and he starts going in on them. You know, you're just glorified bouncers. Look what they did to you. Uh, we need a Russo on the review show. Hey, listen, we're working on it. We, we've been talking to Uncle Vince, believe it or not. I, I even tried him tonight. And he's like, bro, Trent, I got to watch Raw. <laughs> Trent, we both love Howard. We both love the King of Queens. Me and that guy, we, he doesn't know him. it. I'm his son. I'm his son, Trent. You'll get him. You'll get him. You'll get him. I did talk to him tonight. He said, I got to watch Raw. I, I got the review show tomorrow with Stevie Richards and Ben Hamin. That poor guy. I know. He's like, I get paid for it. What can I do? Uh, this is the part. So he starts digging on the Harris boys. And then uh, he calls them glorified bouncers. Don Harris starts shooting on the company. Said, screw this place. Screw the NWA. Boom, boom, boom. And then he tells them, take her out. And then they H-bomb Athena twice. Twice. And you know she took because she wanted to be on the show, Basil. She wanted to be on the show. She was like, she was a, she was the ring girl for this whole time. She hey, the- you... And they and you know the favorite part of of the show was the uh, was the fans with the Athena with the Athena the long ass the Athena. big Athena one the ones like A T H E N A like those guys like for what I don't know man they're there Why are every you week to get yourself I hate I hate when people who aren't supposed to get themselves over like 
get themselves over in that regards. Like people are always like screaming my names at shows. I was like, shut the fuck up. Like, no, like this is not about me. Like, stop. Like, I hate that shit. Like, damn man. But she's like, oh my God, these are my fans and they all love me. So they're all gonna take the hard cam. Dude, yeah, they probably position them that way, man. Who knows? Try to drop the King of Queens reference before in the chats, uh, lighten up. Uh, rest uh, in peace to the great Jerry Stiller, Jerry Arthur Stiller, Stiller, Stiller Frank Costanza, all time great. One for Jerry Stiller. What a great comedian, man. One of the best of all time. Jerry Eric Stiller. King of Queens on his back. He did. He did. Best I guy like on the show. Great guy. Great guy. Jerry Stiller, everybody. Um, we go back from there, guys. Harris Twins with a bullet. Bob Bullet pissed at what they did. Why are you joining Russo? He makes some weird-ass snake analogy. Like, you see a snake in the road, and you throw the snake in the road. I'm like, what the hell is he talking about? And even Don Harris was like, the hell is he saying? He goes, some old-ass NWA thing or some shit. It was so weird. It was very random. And then he puts them into a um, – he said, you know, they basically tell him to, get, to go off himself, basically. Not so many words. And he says, well, you guys wrote store for the NWA, so you're going to be here doing something. Uh, you're going to have a match. So he said, you're still, you're still under contract. Uh, we go from that, guys, to Wildcat Chris Harris taking on Brian Lee. So now we're getting that match we're supposed to have. AMW's pissed. They're yelling at Mike Tanay. They're, they're bitching at Tanay about this. Pretty standard match, though. Spear takes out Harris. Betty or- White died? Hmm? Betty White died? Betty, Betty White, White did not die. Betty, Betty White. Right. Betty Wright. Oh, oh. Yeah, even Betty. with glasses on, I'm not seeing that one clear. I, I thought he <laughs> I thought he just spelt white wrong. Who's Betty Wright? Never heard of Betty Who Wright. Who's Betty Wright? I don't know who <laughs> Betty Wright is. Let's look that up. Let's verify that. Uh anyway, he takes out uh, the spear, gets the win on this one, qualifies for the bull rope match. This was kind of weird. It was like we're gonna qualify for a bull rope match where Jim Mitchell's gonna be tied to the bull rope. But it's like if his own guys are tied to the board, what the hell difference did it make? I don't know. It doesn't. It didn't. <laughs> it's it doesn't. like so. Like if his guy, the new church one, it'd be like, oh, his own guy be tied to a bull rope that he's tied to. So what? They'd be protecting him. It didn't really add up. That's kind of weird. That, the whole bull rope thing. That 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 whole thing pissed me off, like in a bad way. It it is just too much. It was like, it was what, what are we doing? Overbooked. Oh, totally overbooked. It was. So, I was like, oh, cool. Like. Chris Harris one, which can we can we talk about Chris Harris's freaking eight pack that he had? Holy shit, dude! What a what a bro! Like, like, you could see why he was the breakout though at the time, bro. That eight pack, dude. I was just like, get it, Chris Harris. Oh man, you're just trying to get us castrated by uh, Jeff Lane and Vince Russo with yeah, that one. Big time, big time. Ah, eh, whatever. I don't care. <laughs> I'm gonna say my hell, hell of an eight pack. I will give it to him. Hell of an I'm, eight pack. I'm gonna say my opinions. He looked. He looked good. I, I used to always wonder, like, man, like, you could see why he's the breakout man. Like, yeah, it really yeah. makes sense now. He, he has a hell of an eight pack, but I have the full keg. So who's winning? Nice. <laughs> who's nice. nice. Twenty four keg, baby. That twenty four keg. God, how many kegs of beer have you drank by yourself in your lifetime? I mean, you're not that old, but I mean, I'd love to know how many. Um, how, how many, many kegs? Had? How many keg stands have you done? I don't know. I mean, so I, I work at a brewery. That's one of my part-time jobs around these parts. So that's right. You hard do. to say. I'm around the kegs all the time, but when you're around it so much like that, you don't really drink it that much. Like I really don't drink much. Hey Kyle, you ever been to Defiant Brewery? Like, nope. uh, you ever nope. heard? Of, you heard of Defiant beer at all? There's like a hundred. It's in New York. Breweries. We out we, here. we need to take we need to take him to the to the Red Brew Bar. Which bar? Red Brew Bar in Logan. Trent doesn't go to any bars, so I, I go to bars all the time. 
He does. I drink, but he likes to have good food. The I, I thing get the about beer, man. Trent orders a Shirley Temple. No, 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 no. The non-alcoholic Trent, beer, baby. Dude, Trent and I have have we love exploring food places. If there is one thing we love foodies. to do when oh, we travel, foodies. Come on, we're oh we're huge foodies. But I but when we good, could be foodies back, you know, still, back years ago when we were able to go outside. You know, those are nice times. <laughs> but when you have access to a good bar that has good food. And booze, it's like a winning combination for everybody. Because we're we're not one of those that's like, oh yeah, we need to force him to drink. Like we don't give a fuck. And then you get some people dancing on poles, then it's beautiful. Oh, it's beautiful. a TNA show. Oh it's beautiful. Wow. That's right. Get a little blood, you know, and why not? A little violence. Oh blood. A little sex. A little sports entertainment extreme. Basil, when we were at the at the um at the uh at the asylum last year. Mm-hmm. You, where they set him up, guys, to do his photo editing was in the sports entertainment yeah, so, extreme locker room. So basically, where where the SEX locker room was, there's the ring is like over here. Like just say like the ring, and then the entrance is up over here. Back over here to the back was like their locker room, and it's separated from. It's not in the back room, which was crazy because I had to get like the locker room was like on the second floor that wrapped around the ring. So almost like it was behind it was behind hard camera. And it was like the there's like the second floor area where the locker room was at. And then my photo area, which rookie mistake, is all the way on the other side. Me being a dumbass kid thinking, oh yeah, they'll come over and take pictures. No. Dumbass. Oh no. It was horrible. But uh, I know now to set up as close to the locker room as possible or as close to Gorilla as possible. Because when I did Right by Gorilla at Hard to Kill, that was prime. And I did Right by Gorilla at... Um, Bound for Glory? Uh, nah, that was, that was kind of... a little, Yeah, it was by it. But like that whole area and then Nashville tapings was directly by Gorilla. But uh, or in the locker room or next to the locker room, I did right next to the locker room at uh, ECW Arena, and that's it's easy because they they come in, they go right back to their locker room, and you get them. So, never sit up far away from the locker room or gorilla. You're you hear that, Kyle? You taking notes for when you become a photographer? Kyle's taking my job. Photographer? No, no. you're taking my job. He doesn't like to shoot wrestlers. He's gonna shoot the hot chicks. There's right? no, yeah. there's no gorilla position. I'm the towel. There's, oh, there's no gorilla position. It's just, it's just dog. You are, position. you are the gorilla when that in that <laughs> it's situation. Doggy, it's just doggy style. You're just, you're the dog, All right. man. All right, now. All right, we get to the bag. Ron Killings, scumbags. Ron Killings with Bullet Bob. Killing says he wants Russo. Bullet says team with Jeff Jarrett and take out the Harris boys. You know, then you can have him. So, oh, Paul, you're killing me with this. Paulie, one. Paulie, what are you doing? You, I will tell this to anybody who's never been to a wrestling show. You are not like, and this is not a knock at you, Paul, but I'm telling you, your experience with wrestling will change 10,000% when you go to a show live. Well, Paul's in Hawaii and there's not much wrestling going on in Hawaii. You know, not, not need need to take a quick little trip over to Cali, go to LA, check out that scene. They got a really good scene in LA. You got bar, you got PWG. How about uh, this, Paul? Paul, if you were making Chicago, well, I'm going to buy your More ticket. of an XPW guy myself if I'm in California. Oh, man. Wouldn't XP- be caught dead at PWG. More of a XPW kind of guy. XPW. Personally. personally. XP- <laughs> I love XPW. It was so ridiculous. I'm, I'm, I'm a bar wrestling guy. 
I'm a bar wrestling guy myself. Oh, dude, XPW, a a wrestling company that was run by a porn director. It was fantastic. XPW, (laughs) Rob Black is right there with Herb Abrams UWF. Like it's right there. I loved Rob Black. I I remember, I remember getting some of his porn that he had with Jasmine St. Clair in it. And then next thing I know, the guy because in the porn he'd be wearing ECW T-shirts because they're all shot like documentary style. And I'm like, that guy's cool. You know, and like yeah, that was a very, very <laughs> sleazy human being, Trent. Oh, total sleazeball. And then and all of a sudden he opens up XPW. You know, Lizzie Borden check. Look, Dave Cohen, Dave Cohen knows, man. He knows. He had he those knows. VHS tapes too. He I knows. got I got the rise and fall of XPW uh sitting over here on my, on my you show. and four other people purchased. Yeah, absolutely. I got quite a bit of XPW tapes. I really do. Um <laughs> but uh what the hell how the hell did we get on XPW? Hi, baby. TNI man just scumming it. Um, Slash takes on Cowboy James Storm. Quick match. This was like, this was like, uh, this was such a weird match. It's like literally uh, James Storm kicked out of everything that Slash threw at him. And it's almost like he was superhuman at a certain point. I'm like, how much more can this guy kick out of? It was like, you couldn't bury Slash any further because James Storm never went down for anything. So, um, but James Storm gets the win on this one after um, Harris interfered. Now they're both in the bull rope match. Uh, I want to see what, uh, hang on, I'll see some of these comments here. Dick Cohen saying, now we used to do bus trips from New York to Philly for XPW. That's awesome, dude. Hell yeah. Right on. There's some, I'm telling you, XPW is a very lost art. Bus trips, impact wrestling bus trips. We'll pick up Paul Nelson. We'll get the whole gang together. I'll drive the school bus like Otto from the Simpsons. Oh. Come on, kids. And we'll, we'll go out to impact. Hey, man. <laughs> Try to buy dinner for everybody. Hey, smells kind of good in here, man. <laughs> I can see Kyle doing that right now. Anybody got anything to drink? That's it. <laughs> uh, I love I love that scene in The Simpsons where Bart and Lisa are at Woodstock, and they're like, oh, it smells like Otto's jacket. <laughs> <laughs> big Mark for The Simpsons. Big Mark. Big Simpsons Mark. All right. We got a little silent auction update from Jerry Lynn. He had mentioned this is something that uh, I remember hearing, and I, I it was on this episode. Jerry Lynn, they're raising money for breast cancer awareness. Jerry mentioned his first wife did pass away from breast cancer. Um, he's been with his current wife, Pam, for a long time. So I never, I didn't realize it was around. I think his first. Oh, this must be way before even this this time. So, but they were. It was pretty cool. They were raising a lot, ton of money for these. Like the silent auction was kind of cool. You think about it. They were like letting you be a production assistant, play golf with Mr. Perfect, dinner with Jerry Lynn. It was like all sorts of shit they were giving out. I remember looking at it on the website. It was they were getting up up there. And I was like, man, it would be cool to go play golf with right. Mr. Perfect. That sort of thing would be cool. I would love that. But fans can't handle that sort of thing, man. They, they can't. No. I, I would love that sort of you know interaction with the stars, but you can't trust wrestling fans. And I've been thinking about that lately. Could you imagine? I love wrestling fans. I am a wrestling fan. You get those bad apples in the bunch that just ruin it for everybody. And I'm thinking about that Jordan Grace book that you came out with. with oh, my God. End. Bro, the wrestling fans did that. The wrestling Terrible. fans did that. They did that. One of the most brilliant pieces of merchandise ever. I, it was, I, it's, it's, it's amazing. So it's such a good read. Did she, oh, did she get heat for that? Did anybody get That's a representation of our people. Well, not our people, but... Within our people, don't lump me into that shit, Kyle. Do not lump me into that category. All I'm saying is, wrestling <laughs> fans need to. All, all, all I'm saying at the same time is that there's shitty, creepy people a lot in every sort of form of entertainment. There's shitty, creepy people up at the supermarket, so I guess, like, so. I guess, so. it's 
it's guys, crazy. we've had we've had our share being podcasters on this show, right? We've had we've dealt with shit on this show. All you never time. know, man. You never know when somebody wants to wear your face. That's true. That's very true. I mean, it, it, it's it's unbelievable. Uh, but just everybody chill the fuck out. What's the problem here? <laughs> I get like, like what the love, wrong love with the wrestling, but don't stalk the wrestling. That's what I say. Well, put it this way: uh, we we have a good example. Uh, Basil and I knew personally knew Lisa Varen, aka Tara, aka Victoria. Your your father's favorite wrestler. My father's favorite wrestler. Um, but Basil, we know, we know firsthand the shit she would get in her inbox from some male fans is unbelievable. So- so I actually helped manage her Twitter account back in the day. And it's ridiculous. And ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't tweet for her. I never tweeted for her. Um, basically, I would go um, – ba- I, I would do, like, promotion – I would – actually, I would do promotional tweets for her PWT store. I'd be the one who, who, would, who would handle that back in the day. Um, and then – uh, sometimes some promotional stuff for the squared circle I would tweet out and then I would filter through her messages to make sure there wasn't any bullshit in there. So so you saw Victoria's DMs is what you're saying. I have seen that penis. <laughs> and that's the type of stuff I'm talking about wrestling fans. You make me look bad. You make Trent look bad. Exactly what goes into those DMs. Power of the penis. It's crazy. I actually just talked to her about a week ago. How's she doing? How's the tarantula? She's good. She's good. Uh, we were talking. She we brought up uh, Gail Kim because Gail Kim was talking about her and stuff like that. She, her, and Gail are just they love each other. She had a burger name after Gail. The Gail, Gail Kim Chi. Oh Gail, my God! One of the Gail best Kim burgers. Chi. I would love to try that. One of the best burgers oh, ever. It was. It was one of the hottest selling burgers they had there. Uh, I like the man. There was so many good burgers there, man. There were, that was a great restaurant. Yeah, great that, restaurant. Well, that wasn't the burger your father was thinking about. Oh, no, absolutely not. He was he was definitely talking about a different <laughs> kind of roast on that menu. Uh, it was great. <laughs> um, the restaurant was very very cool. I, I definitely we have, that's where I met Basil. Actually, was that restaurant? So yeah, that's that's where. I, I, I don't think if that restaurant was around, I'd be in the wrestling business. So that's where Beavis met Butthead? Pretty much. Nice. Dude, and then we were inseparable. We were going to, like, ROH shows. Yeah, and, a lot. And then we bonded. Like, Trent went through pr- something pretty traumatic, and we kind of bonded over that. And then it was yeah, just. I used to throw a me and my ex, a then-girlfriend, but that became eventually my ex-wife. Uh, we used to throw a party every Thursday at impact. It was the squared circle social club and we'd watch impact every Thursday, be an impact party every week. Like Scarlett showed up a bunch of times. She was there. I mean, all sorts of people were just coming in and out big groups. We actually got a photo on, on WWE.com. Yeah, dude. We remember all that? Did, I remember we all got photos on WWE. Oh, like, good for you. It was crazy. Hey man, you know what? Back in that day when everything was a little bit more innocent, it was fun. Like that was, was like 2013. 2013 yeah. 14, yeah. Anyway, that let's keep going here. Times. Good times, man. Senior year of high school. Don't remember much. No, I'm sure you don't, man. It's fucking <laughs> senior year of high school. Shit. Super uh, senior year of high school, actually. 2012 was supposed to be my year. I forget that. Oh, shit. Nothing wrong with that. Bullets <laughs> in the back with Jeff Jarrett and Truth. And he says, Jeff, I wrestled your dad in this very building. I know you were 12 years old. Team up with him. Come on. 
let's do this. They help me take out these Harris boys. And then Russo, he tells Killings. Killings tells Jared, don't fuck this up. So looks like they're going to team up. Can we shout out Lakers real quick? Every time yeah, he man. comes in, man, he just, he just rocks the place. You know, like, oh, like, when, when I see his comments pop up, the capitals, the F word. I just, I just get tempted to just be like, <laughs> we love, we love you. Lakers is in the house. We love you. We love everybody who, who is always active in the comments. You guys make this fun. It's more than just us talking because the three of us were pretty freaking boring. Uh, <laughs> For yourself, asshole. This is <laughs> you're so kidding boring. me. Fucking you're, dude. you're vanilla. You're like a vanilla joke. Yeah, right. He's not anymore. He's He's not <laughs> kidding me. Tuesday, Tuesday nights, this place is a party. The big Tuesday stars of Impact Wrestling. Tuesday night delight. Oh, you kidding me? Like, I keep the, I keep, the, we keep this tamer on the, on the throwback show. But on the Tuesday <laughs> nights, fucking party. But uh, uh, no, good time. No, Lakers, my man, Lakers. This guy, dude, he'll send me messages after. He's like, you motherfucker, I fucking love you, man. God damn it. <laughs> Show. You know, I love that guy encourages me, man. It's great. You all do, honestly. I, everybody, man. Everybody in this fucking chat, everybody in my fucking messages and comments. Trent, this show has given me a confidence that I never knew I had. Uh, Trent, remember when we used to first start doing the show? Be like, Kyle, how's the love life? Nothing. What's nothing. been going on the past few weeks in our uh, DMs there? Going Kyle, on wild escapade, man. Kyle, like sixties, like spiritually, like opening up. Oh, he's all out of notches on his bedpost at this point, guys. He's looking to—he's still going to start a quarantine army of children. It's incredible what this show has done for Kyle. It's time to, you know, populate. Yeah, scum community. You know, it's a dude. Yeah, population is going down. Somebody's got to step up to the plate. Need more Kyles around here. I mean, you've—you've been through COVID. You—you got the antibodies. I mean, you're like Superman at this point. You're just—I mean. Buckets everywhere. It's More Long Island shock jockers to. <laughs> um, next up is a double elimination match. This match had a lot going on, man. This was. Kid this Cash. is officially this is officially the end of my uh, my love for Easy Money. <laughs> this was <laughs> Kid Cash versus Easy Money. So there's a lot of money versus Red versus AJ. AJ attacks Red right at the entrance. Red's out. And then who replacing him is Joel Maximo. I'm like, this is your fucking replacement? Why Joel? Why not Jose Maximo? <laughs> Why? Why? All the Why replace Red at all? Why replace yeah. Red at all? It Rex. meant nothing. Rex, I love you, but you can't tell us while we're live to just rewind the show. He wants us to go back to the Piper segment. We can't do no, that. No, no, no. Rex, we we'll, can't we'll, do it. We're live. We'll talk, this is we'll Burger King, about- man. You don't just get whatever you want. We'll Rex. talk about the Piper segment again because Vince Russo does come out later, so we'll get yes. to it. We'll get to we'll it get for to sure. It. We'll oh. get to it. We'll get to it for sure. But it, it, it was a, a work shoot gone wrong. How about that? Okay, we'll say that for now. Um, this was a mess. You could have taken Red out afterwards, but you put in Joel Maximo. Like I don't hate the Maximos, but it's like, what the hell was the point of this? I hate um, the Maximos. You hate the Maximos? <laughs> Compared to Red, yeah. Look well, to Red. I mean, Red's Red, but the Maximos are a different story. They're it didn't make sense because they already wrestled earlier in the night. And then they're like, oh, he's doing double duty. It's like, well, why one of them? It's like, saying you, hate, it's like saying you hate George or Ringo. You know, it's not their fault. They're still very important. Yeah, exactly. It, everybody pulled double duty because of that Roddy Piper pay. That's true. That Roddy Piper pay, man. <laughs> couldn't, couldn't get around it. Uh, here, I, I have the eliminations in line here. So you have, to be elim- you have to be pinned twice. Again, very strange stipulation on this one. So let's see what we got here. Joel, so, all right, so Cash pins Joel. AJ pins Joel, so he's out. Easy pins AJ, 
AJ interferes and Cash gets eliminated. AJ pins Easy. Joel pins AJ. AJ hits Joel with a chair, and then Easy Money wins. This is like this is what the fucking I don't even know how I don't even know what I just said there. All I know is that Easy Money wins. That's what I got. Now, Baza, why'd you stop liking Easy Money here? Because <laughs> of what he did to AJ Styles. He pinned AJ Styles. Easy Fuck Money him. holds a win Fuck over AJ Styles. Fuck him. He, AJ Styles. Easy Money is on is on the shit list forever now. This Super biased. This is the Super same. Biased. This is yeah. That's crazy. I can't believe <laughs> Easy Money walks around that uh, that saying that he pinned AJ Styles. That's Stupid an, name. Easy Money, baby. Super talented, um, stupid name. Zach Bonifer is one of the four people that caught Trent. You don't even know about this. On Saturday night at like two in the morning, I went live on our Instagram uh, feed. Wait, there, what just, the fuck happened? Just, just like late night scumbag show on our like, Instagram feed. The on show our, on? on our Instagram show page, I went live. Just you know, I figured uh, we need to start utilizing that, going live, talking to the people, <laughs> and. Uh, I, I did not run any old ladies over. I don't know why Zach is saying that, but uh, I'm still alive with the people. He's not J-Bone, guys, and J-Bone runs people Late over. scumbag show. Oh, my God. <laughs> I didn't know you did this. I was up Nobody to Nobody knew. I didn't even know Zach knew. I was on there for five minutes. Nobody showed up. I got off. <laughs> a couple a couple different ways, I'm sure. I'm sure you were coming back from something with a story attached to it, Kyle. Hey, hey, hey let's let's let it be. But uh, all right, so can <laughs> we go to Keith Mitchell and Mike Miller in the back? Silent auction to be a production assistant. It's kind of cool. I've never seen what Keith Miller looked like. Or Keith, sorry, Keith uh, Mitchell. Keith Mitchell. Because always you always hear Mike today going, Keith Mitchell in the back. Hey, Keith Mitchell in the back. Uh, is Keith Mitchell with AEW now in basketball? That's, that's Keith Mitchell, right? He's there now? Yeah. I believe he is now. I believe that's Keith Mitchell. So he's with AEW. So that's longtime WCW producer. Um, you know, director and everything. So he's he's been in the business forever. Uh, I like Keith Mitchell has done a lot of work. A lot of things you guys grew up on was produced by that guy. Sonny Siaki's in the back. Sonny Siaki is in the back with Goldilocks. You know, this guy, Sonny Siaki. I know you don't like him. One week, he's stealing the rocks look. He's stealing the rocks moves. He's oh. stealing the rocks <laughs> dialect. And this time, look at him. Look at him. It, let me try to pull up a picture of this right here. Go ahead and pull this up. Yeah, Kyle, Kyle, you Sonny Siaki looks like he raided Conan's closet. Stole his, stole his 98, 98 Conan mixed like with Conan, like filthy animals fubooed out Conan, you know? Kyle sends a picture to us and he goes, he goes, Conan looks great on this show. I'm yeah, like, what? I've never seen Conan <laughs> in like shape like this, man. And no disrespect to the Conan dog, but you know, the K dog, look at this. Yeah, he does. Goldie look, Goldie's looking hot there. Look at Goldilocks, oh, man. He's he's the Rock one week. This week he's Conan. Just Sonny Siaki with the identity crisis. Come on, man. You've made, I used to, I loved Sonny Siaki so much, and then it, since we started doing, this, you made me start thinking, like questioning my like. Damn, he really was doing like too much Rock stuff, you know, like Rock mannerisms. Now he's Conan. Conan, but he, but he was so talented in the ring, and I like that he got the job done. I like him. I like Sonny. <laughs> And you like the reason he retired, man. Like we talked about this like two months or three months ago on the on the on this podcast. But the reason why he retired, mad respect. Gave his brother a kidney, man. His brother needed a kidney transplant. Gave his brother. Did the Rock ever give his brother a kidney? Did the Rock ever give his brother a kidney? No, he didn't. Neither did Conan. Conan ever give his brother a kidney? 
No, sir. Conan can't. I don't think Conan can't. Trent, Trent I love you. You're my brother, but, you know, if, if you needed a kidney, that's it, pal. You're on You're on ice, man. That's Are you kidding it. me? Your, your kidney's – you're probably down to one kidney, functioning kidney as it is. <laughs> you don't want this kidney, Trent. You and, and, you know, knowing kidney. you, you'd give me a kidney and I'd fucking die anyway because they'd be like, God, that kidney had some – man. Okay. Damage. You may be, okay, I'll maybe guys. get four weeks out of that kidney. I need, I, need a, I need to split you guys up. I need to split you guys up. Relax. 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 Woosah. <laughs> Woosa, woosa. This is how it goes on TNI, Basil. This is how no, it's, I we got to break ball. You're here to listen to morning radio? This no, is no, how no. it works. I'm mediating. I'm the Jerry Springer show here on this podcast. It really is. <laughs> this is how it works. Just, just split up. Just. <laughs> <laughs> I'm holding uh, you guys back. I'm, I'm Steve on Jerry Springer show. Steve. Oh, man. He Wilkos. Basil Wilkos. I mean, Basil's getting his own spinoff show, the, the Basil yeah. Wilkos show. The Basil Wilkos show where he's just nice to everybody. Hey. <laughs> Guys, why are we hating things? Fuck, I fucking hate it. I hate wrestling. Let's talk about that. Because we had Vince Russo on the, on the show. We're all angry at everything. This, that, that started <laughs> off hot. This show starts off so fucking hot. That's and it just becomes just a shit show. It, there, I mean, there's so much anger on this show because we go from that to Jerry Lynn's on the ramp of Tanae, and he's talking what? about he's, he's got a partial pec tear, so he, he couldn't do the match at Siaki. Right, and then the Harris boys in the middle of the Harris boys come through the crowd with a table with Bill Barons dragging him through the fucking audience, and then they they beat his ass, set him up on the table. Jerry Lynn runs in to save him. They H bomb Jerry Lynn through Bill Barons through the table. I was like, what the fuck is happening here? They there's so much anger on this show, so much anger on this show, unbelievable. Uh, boy, Bob's in the back freaking out. He's asking his son, the road dog, BG James, you know, put your differences aside with Jeff Jarrett. I need your help. Do it for the NWA. Do it for the NWA. He's like, all right, dad, for you, I'll do it. So he does it for his dad. He agrees to it because he, him and Jarek have beef at this point. Uh, right. I mean, this is, it, I love that it's boom, boom, boom. We, the action is rolling, which I do like. Uh, bull rope match. The match didn't make any sense, Basil. The bull rope match. So, I hated that shit. I didn't like it either. I didn't like this. this I was, was. It was like, if you were like, okay, I was okay with the beatdown part. Like, yeah. I get it. But just have James in the bull rope match for the rest of the match, and then instead he's like, nah, here you go. You, hey, you, you come in, you fight. Like I was just like, what? Oh, like it's overbooked. It's just so overbooked. Jim Mitchell says he talked to his doctor, Dr. Kevorkian, uh, which I thought was a funny little drop, uh, that he can't compete, that he's got pneumonia. He's, a lot of excuses, Kyle. Tons of excuses from Jim Mitchell on this why he can't be. I don't care about excuses, Trent. Who, who's better at excuses than me? Absolutely. That's why, that's why I shot it to you. I said, who, who would know better about making excuses to get out of work than Kyle? Legendary excuses Absolutely. over here, man. Absolutely. Absolutely. But he says, I do like twice a week. I'm, I'm great. It's great. It's great. He says Belladonna is going to take his place. She gets in there uh, very awkwardly, you know, takes a beating, tries to dish it out. The new church comes in, interferes. Very messy segment. I wrote my notes here say messy segment. Um, at the end of it, they give a death sentence to Belladonna. And, I mean, they take her out, man. Like, Harris hits her head, and she clutches her head right away. You could tell. It, it, I think she legit got fucking her bell rung on this one. That looked like it hurt. Like a motherfucker when she took that 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 sentence from uh, Chris Harris. So Belladonna's gone, man. She's destroyed. And again, she passed away 
uh, last year, you know, just just last year, at the age of 40 years old, man, she passed away. Very young, too young. Um, never really had a chance, I guess. I mean, never really saw her anywhere after this. So, but we got a little moment here with her. All right, guys, we're coming up towards the end of the show. Kurt Hennings in an interview backstage with Mike Tanay. This was actually better than the last time they did this because last time I think he was hammered or something because he was definitely not uh, – not all, he wasn't like focused on the interview. This one talking about the NWA, the prestige of the NWA, being the AWA champion in '87. I thought it was pretty cool, pretty good interview. He talks about next week there's a title match with Jeff Jarrett, which I feel like got overlooked in all this. Like the fact that Kurt Henning has a title match the next week got overlooked on all this. Like all this going on, it's like oh shit, we have a main event where he's actually getting a title shot. <laughs> It's not about that trend. It's about I the SEX chaos. I, I feel like, like Basil was just saying, the show feels so overbooked. And I feel like it's like that for a reason. It's supposed to feel super chaotic. <laughs> Somebody's going to stand up to the SEX Russo-rific madness. Somebody's going to come along. I so think they can go. They really had to drill at home to you that this, this little takeover is like really hitting you today. They went over the top, though, man. You had to, though. You have to do that in the first one to let people know all right, like this this shit's like wild right now. I mean, it definitely caught people off guard. I think the audience did react. I will say Basil, right? Like the audience was like they were they were they were reacting to everything, which I got to say I appreciated. But this I, is this is this is what I think because remember when I said that the crowd back then was was coached? Yeah. And remember on Russo's thing uh during Russo's uh segment he looks at Jeremy Borash. He's like, "Stop fucking waving the fans," and I think Borash was was coaching the crowd during that time to get them to all chant the same thing. Because how is the crowd the same crowd so hot for Russo one one week and then the next week just absolutely obliterating? Him? No, because because he but you you saw that Kyle pointed it out like he he played to them at first like this was like the the art of it. He was playing to their their want. And then he pulled when them back. When you bring right a into it, you, you go and you go right for the jugular, man, right for the heart. Borash's coaching was just him. He'd always just be like, "Come on, let's go, let's cheer." I need. To, no, I'm, I'm gonna. I need to ask the more. I need to ask the more of this. I need to talk to Don. They Callis definitely were not coached. That that Nashville crowd was hot, man. They weren't being coached. They were hot. Just, Don't get me wrong. They were yeah. hot. So the most, like, the, the most they were coaching open. was just him going like, "Come on, come on." You know, this is. You know what we need, Trent. On our Tuesday night show, we're getting the big guests, the guest of the present, today's Impact roster. But on this show, the Monday throwback show, we need to start bringing in guests from yesteryear. We should. You know, the SATs did want to come on. and I think it's, I, I think it's time we pull the trigger and get the SATs we on. Get them on man. We, we have to talk to people that were there back then, not you guys, because you guys were like 12 watching it on TV. I'm talking about people that were there, man. Uh, in the, at least was, we weren't in the trenches. not watching it. I was 21 years old when this came on. Kyle. I was a grown Jesus ass man. Christ. All right, I, I was like seven, so I, I guess. Yeah. All right, yeah. You guys already had children and stuff. Whatever. Are we that far apart? Shit, we, we are. Have, right? We have kids. I think so. I don't know. I might, uh -huh. but that's besides the point. It, uh, there might be a possibility. I think Trent's like Drake. I'm gonna reveal on the show that he has a son that he's never told us about. You know, like the rapper Drake. Like it's gonna happen here on the show. Trent's secret son that I don't know Dude. about. I'm gonna find him. And this Dude, would be so awkward if all of this was accurate and true. I have, I've always had this dread that that's going to happen. Like he's going to be like 20 and he comes like, Hey man, you're my dad. I'm like, fuck you. You know, he's going to be the Christian Troy 
And if anybody watches Nip Tuck, you, you get that reference. He's giving the Christian Troy. <laughs> no, but but you're just banging ha- so here's many gonna, people. Here's what's going to happen, though. If a kid shows up at 21, it's like, hey, man, you're my dad. I'd be, I'd be angry. Not the fact that he's my kid. I'd be like, angry. It's like, I lost out on all those fucking years. I could have been hanging out with you, and now you're 21. Like, what, are you, what fun are you now? You know, what fun are you? I, what am I supposed to do with you now? You can't drink with them and you can't smoke with them. So I can't like get the mo- baby years. I can't enjoy anything. I gotta fucking get an adult. Who wants an adult? I don't want an adult. Nobody wants an adult. Nobody wants an adult. I want a kid. I want a kid who thinks I'm the shit, you know? So, like, listen, I'm gonna put that out there right now. If there's an illegitimate child of mine out there somewhere, like, just show up now. Don't wait till I'm, like, 48 and show up then. Show up now so I can, like, hang out and, like, at least get something out of you. You might be a teenager. <laughs> you feel that passion, Basil? That was a little too passionate. That was a this little. This is what we real. do on he the show. He spoke from the heart, man. This is Trent, what we do on the show. Trent, you have a kid. Trent has have a bastard son. We don't know about. He knows it's 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 built in deep into his conscious. Back in '88, <laughs> he slammed the milk. <laughs> it was no, no. It was back at Studio Fifty Four where he. Those were good days, man. Those were great days. Those are awesome. Those are awesome. All the girls want to run my their hair, their fingers through that hair. You know what I'm saying? Those are good days. Hey, speaking of children, uh, look at how we interact with our people here. Slowpoke33 has two babies, <laughs> and he's listening while he's potty training the kids. That's incredible. That's it, I, man. We're in the homes of people, man. We're a family show. I love this is it. Amazing. This is this is just great. This I is, love this that. Is what, I needed this today. He's like, he's like, I kill for an adult. <laughs> like, Basil comes here every week, not for the wrestling talk. He comes oh my here god! He comes here for the chaos. This is you know what? Great. I deal with so much wrestling that this is this is fantastic. This is fantastic. I could cut, guys. I I cut a decent promo. Basil knows this. I I was even developing a character for myself. Oh you know? my god! I got great stuff in the in the can, guys. I got. Mm-hmm. Listen, I, I, yeah. I love Trent wrestling, like cutting promos with like a disco stew type character. Oh shit! Uh, <laughs> oh, this just got even weirder, man. Look at what Millard Harris put. Plot twist is Basil. This look at this right. I here. mean, I mean, Trent, Trent. That beard makes Trent look really old. Basil, you got a, you me, look young. What, you got a baby. Trent, how, you're what? Six years older than me. I'm. Uh, well, I'm gonna be gonna be 39 this year. So you're six and a half years older. Six than and me. a half older. Than, yeah, that'd be a that'd be a rock in first grade if that was the case. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got a fucking, we got a couple segments to go. This is here, the best man. episode of T and I throwback ever. <laughs> if this doesn't get a sign, Josh Matthews, I don't know what you're watching. If this doesn't sign, quite up. the opposite, Trent. This is going to make sure you never get signed. That's I'm true. punk rock. I'm not coming either way. We already found that out. Well, Kyle, Kyle went on record this afternoon and said that he wants to keep it punk rock DIY. He's not taking the Wayne's World sellout. And I said, you know what, Kyle? Unless oh, 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 I didn't get the finish look. I did not get to finish, Trent, unless they put it on paper. Just you, scumbag. You're the star. No more Trent. No more J-Bone. Just us. Just you. Then then I would sell out. Different story. Then I get to become the star. Different story. All right, guys. Let's wrap it up here. Harris Boys versus Jeff Jarrett and BG James. Uh, but BG James is injured in the back. He doesn't make it out. And this is what pissed me off here. 
what the hell? Trent brings Basil on the field to bring your kid to work. <laughs> Dad, you said we'd get pooed. Oh, God. Oh, God. News break. This is going to be wild now. This rumor is going to fly. Me so many birthdays. Oh my God! So many birthdays. Fuck out of here! Give just me... asked, who are the odd people on the phone by a three-year-old? Oh my God! Wait, what? What oh, are the odd... stop? Impact! Impact! Talk for Impact fans. Hello, three-year-old on the potty. Oh my God! <laughs> Children, show. hey kids! This is the best episode ever. You won't be able to top this. I can't drinking the drink. I feel special that we're there with Slowpoke while he's training, potty training his kids right now, listening to a throwback on a show that happened 18 years ago. I appreciate it. I appreciate you Priority. hanging with us. Priority. I hope your kids. I hope your kids turn out well because of this. You know. Uh, look, look, okay. Look, all I'm saying is, if you need like a role model to teach things to the kids, Kyle the scumbag. <laughs> I got Kyle's a cat. Here. I got a kitten. All right. He's got a kitten now. He's got a kitten. Um. All right, let's let let me get this last segment out here. <laughs> hey, what's overbooked? This podcast or this show? This podcast is way overbooked today. <laughs> My God. Well, speaking of that, Jeff Jarrett played <laughs> the superhero shit that Jeff Jarrett played here at the end. Like literally taking out both Harris boys. Like what's I mean, get his ass kicked, but at the same and he ends up getting the win with with what battle? What was the finish? You told me to watch out for this today. Oh, the softest, the the safest, the the lightest stroke you will ever see in a lifetime. Ever. He literally was like, he was like, "Hey, Ron, Ron, we're gonna go down together. I'm, okay. We're gonna be gentle." He was like, "Do you know what? I think Jared just Cushion. had a kid because he was he was coddling, he was coddling Don Harris, just like, hey man, hey man, we're gonna go down, and then you're gonna eat this pinball because I'm fucking Jeff Jarrett, and you're gonna understand this." You want a match? You want a match? This is how you're gonna fucking have a match in TNA. It was very king of the mountain, baby. He took he took him down very, and he pinned him. I was like, it was the finger poke of doom of strokes. I was like, you could have at least he could have lost here. He could have been fine to lose here, Uh, but so truth obviously is taken out, right? So truth starts stumbling out with a chair. He's out there. And he gets on the microphone, and his exact words are, "I want some ass from Russo." Did you guys catch this? What? I, like you? I think he meant to say, "I want Russo's ass." He, ass. he stumbled and said, "I want some ass from Russo." I go, "What the fuck?" So he says that the Harris boys beat the shit out of him, H bomb him. Russo comes out. They, he commands a second H bomb on them. BG James runs in to make the save on Truth, and then turns. On everybody, join Sports Entertainment Extreme. So this is your first perfect timing. The guy, I love that. <laughs> Turns on him, joins Vince Russo, but somebody else, chaos go on the ring. But we have another appearance as the show's going off the air. Kyle, we have one more appearance. Who is it? One guy appears at the end. What are we calling him here? Because we can't call him by his uh, Connecticut just, name, his Illuminati Connecticut name. What do we call just him? Just call him by his Connecticut well, name. Paul Bearer, William Moody. Uh, oh, I like how they Drinkle. said, oh, my God, it's Paul Bearer. I mean, formerly known as Paul Bearer. Yeah, FKA. Percival Pringle the third. That's Percy what he's going to go by. Percy Pringle. That's what he's he going to go was, by. 
Pringle, uh, Percy was a huge factor in championship wrestling from Hollywood. Oh, dude, um, all the stuff with Eli Drake, man. Eli Go Drake. Eli, was Eli Drake and Brian Cage's tag team manager when they were a tag team. They were crazy, huge, yeah. Huge ties to him, and they and they still do. They have this trophy that that's shaped like an urn. Uh, it's it's like a memorial type trophy that they fight over in championship wrestling. It's pretty dope. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Yeah, he late in his career before he passed away, he was working out there. But I mean, he had a big storied career in um in world class championship wrestling as Percy Pringle, blonde hair and everything. So this is years ago. He was a very uh he's been around for a long time. He wasn't just Paul Bear. So um appears at the end on the ramp, giving his, his famous Paul Bear look, you know, and then the nod and we went off the air. And that was it. That was episode number 24. Chaotic. What a chaotic, um, chaotic episode, though, man. I, I listen. I people differ. I love the stuff. To me, it is total nonstop action. It just there's something happening. I know, Kyle, you're like me on this. There's this shit happening all the time, and it's great because it's like keep me interested. I'm I don't want to look away. And I know that was Russo's booking philosophy. Is like I don't want to give anybody a reason to change the channel or look away. Like you keep something going. This type of insanity, Trent, as far as wrestling goes, I feel like it's an acquired taste. It is. But it if is. you follow this podcast, you know that we're not just saying now, oh, we love the sort of stuff we've said since episode one. Me and you specifically, Trent, we love the crazy Russo Crash TV. It, it's fun. It's uh, it's wrestling crack, as I like to call it. It's just insanity. The other side of it is, Basil, you can speak to this. The other side of it is, uh, as wrestling psychology goes, you don't – Get the, the traditional sportsmen don't like it. I understand that. You don't get to, well. You don't get to absorb a lot of the traditions and values. I understand that absolutely. And you don't get to absorb a lot of it because there's there's. The, it's not that I hate it. It's like I don't. I wouldn't hate the show, but if it was booked in a different in different segments, the show the show would work so much better. But it seemed like if you were up on deck, you stayed by heart. You stayed by gorilla, and then you were on the next segment, and that's that was like kind of like. There was too much of that. It's that 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 happened in those early years, and I I like when it's it's broken out from later in the show or something like that. Like, oh, if you blink or go to the bathroom, you missed a lot of important stuff. Yeah, yeah, and it's and it's not like oh the show was boring or anything like that. It's just the way how it's booked and the way how I see how good booking does because there is good booking that happens right now. Like, I'm not talking about WWE or any of that shit, but like. The companies that I work with, and even indie companies, like the the psychology of how a show is booked, is super important to keep the fans invested and interested. And that just kind of it's just it was growing pains for them. They were they they were throwing shit at the wall, seeing how things happen, and it was just it didn't work perfectly. But they did keep it. They did keep it exciting. It, there wasn't too many lull moments, but there was some stuff that made you scratch your head. But like I said, it's growing pains. Anything within the first year of a company, like that's doing a weekly show, you gotta you gotta give a little bit of leeway because, as we do know, the show does get tremendously better, especially when we get into late two thousand three, two thousand four Asylum days, mm. and then when once you start getting an impact past the Fox Sportsnet days. The show gets really well booked, uh, especially for Impact, because they were learning how to how to do a one hour show, uh, then from a two hour show, 
So like I said, it's all growing pains. It wasn't horrible, but there was stuff that can that can improve. And that that's just my take. And that's just from me seeing how current writing, like I see Jimmy Jacobs write. I see Scott Demore and Don Callis and I see other people, I see Cody's writing and Jericho's writing or writing, but like I see mm-hmm. their promos and all that stuff and I'm around them. So it's like, and and then they'll explain to me why, because people ask for input and all that stuff. And then I'll say something and they're like, oh, if you do it like this, like I got, to, I got to listen to Dean Malenko, Arn Anderson and Tully Blanchard all help Scorpio Sky give a promo. And it was fascinating to listen to, you know what I mean? So it's just like I'm around that stuff all the time and I understand why certain things are booked a certain way now. So it's just like that part of my side kicks in a little bit. So that's it. Yeah. And, and, and you you also look at in context, you look at, uh, you look at these guys and you go, I mean, you're 24 episodes and there's going to be so much up and down that they're going to learn from. But, uh, but it's interesting to watch the growth. I, that's part of the interesting thing about watching these episodes is seeing is that growth. Though, in here, right? Context is everything because we talk about – Absolutely. We do enjoy the craziness of this. We like the crash TV aspect, but it's important to mention this would not work today. None of this would work today. It, it's just a, a nice uh, moment in time to look back on like, wow, that was crazy. In general, wrestling from 20, 30 years ago doesn't work today. It's just, there's two, the society has changed, all of that stuff, but it doesn't make it bad. You gotta, you, people, people are like, oh, that, that's horrible to watch now. Like everyone's like, oh, Attitude Era just, just sucks. But it's like, you can say that with, with 2020, with hindsight, 2020 vision, but back then, that shit was amazing. That shit was fun to watch. Bro, we gotta, we cool. gotta make America Jerry Springer again, as far as I'm yeah. concerned. But it's just like you gotta add that excitement back into it. <laughs> but you can still do that excitement with the current yeah. landscape of wrestling. You can do it tastefully. Don't go full trash. Don't go right for the garbage. And there's and there's multiple companies that do that right now that are on TV. So it's not impossible for sure. that. Yeah. Impact, I think that impact gets crazy weekly. We talk about people getting killed all kinds of show, all types of insanity. I they see it all the time, man. Anybody. I see it all the time. I they're they're not overproduced. They're not fed line word for word. They're given points, which is how it should be. And they make good stuff. Their promos are fun to watch. Uh and well, it they well, Bill brings really up a good point here. Yeah. Bill brings up a good point. He says, look at the rings. Does any wrestling actually work now? I mean, it's a good point. You know, it, it is at the, the lowest wrestling's at the lowest it's ever been at this I point. Think, you know, and that and that I, is tough. I, and there's a sentiment to no matter how good the product is, that fans like fans at arenas. Because like I said, you can watch wrestling on TV, but it changes your perception. Like wrestling grows after you go to a show because what ends up happening is you go to a show, you're like, that shit was so fun. That was amazing. I love that. Like my bar, like my me and my barber are really good friends. I got him tickets to Bound for Glory. I got him, his whole family to go. And now three of his kids love Impact. They just thought WWE that was it. When they saw um about about taking their companies back to the way wrestling used to be, you can talk about it, but if it doesn't happen, it doesn't it doesn't matter. I don't care about mm-hmm. talk. It's I just, just I like want a slogan it. at that point. Hey, remember wanna, the good old days. I want to. I, I don't. I don't care like about. Days. I don't care about back in the day. But like, look at look at Impact. 
they are bringing back some TNA stuff. And TNA stuff was fun. I'm sorry, but like 2007, 2009, that shit was like prime for for TNA. And they're bringing back some Mm -hmm. of that stuff that made fans love the product. And they're trying out different things. If you're trying and you're doing it in a good, tasteful way, I'm okay with it. Like this TNA stuff is fun right now. Like, because I get to live a little bit of my childhood that I thought was dead. So it's true. I mean, people are getting that, seeing the belt out there again, things like that, watching these shows. It is fun. I agree with you, man. Uh, Your childhood is not dead, Basil. It's actually around the waste of moose. That's true. Right, right by his uh, private would, area. Uh, true, true story. I was the only one for some reason that was able to belt buckle that that title back on Moose. Like Scott Demore was trying, <laughs> but I was just like, you know what? I'm like, uh, for some reason, I would. I don't know if it was just me having a fixation of that title, but I was able to snap on that title perfectly on Moose every time. So he trusts me only now for to do that shit. So. I recommend everybody watch the Barry Scott or the throwback, the cold open for tomorrow's show. Barry Scott is back in it, and it is fantastic. If you want to hear the beautiful voice of Barry Scott saying, this is TNA, you know, all that stuff. Uh, It's great. You need to check that out. So that's on for tomorrow's cold open. Anyway, let's wrap this up, guys. So remember, guys, tomorrow night, we're going to be, Kyle, are we doing, uh, are you going to throw me to the wolves again and have me do the, uh, the Twitch co-stream while you're just fucking around? Am I doing that again? The thing is, though, Trent, I'll be honest. Uh, now, I'm probably reaching for an excuse because I can never get to the watch party on time. But most importantly, if Ethan Page is going live with the stars of Impact, who the hell wants to watch Trent, little old me, Jabronski, Heferino, Alicia, whoever's going to show up? Who wants to watch that? I mean, maybe we can just click the host button. And uh, get in the comments and comment along and kind of promote the show, kind of mooch off of Ethan's chat room. We could be in there, you know, so all the people are going to be there. I mean, everybody liked, I mean, you know, they were in there. Like uh, Bill was in there hanging. I mean, we had a good like 15, 20 just well, watching well, what our, if, our what, stream. What if we host, because we all we have to do is click the host button on Twitch. What if we host whatever Ethan Page is doing here and all of us as a team will infiltrate the chat room together? We'll just move the party because right, well, I don't feel comfortable going head to head on a live broadcast against one of the wrestlers we're talking about, Trent. I mean, listen, I'm not right the, there. Hey, but listen, we'll, hey, right, we'll decide on that. I don't mind just hosting it. But, guys, don't forget, 30 minutes after Impact goes off the air, we're going to be live with the weekly show, the flagship show of the TNI Network, Total Nonstop Impact. Special guest Johnny Bravo is going to be on with us, guys. So definitely be sure to join us. Get your questions ready. John will be answering stuff uh, for you guys. So he's ready to go. Get questions your bowling questions ready. Bowling Alley Bravo. Bowling questions. Taya questions. Prince, was it uh, the, the dog? What's a Prince uh, Prince Perry? I forgot the name of the damn dog. Uh, the dog. Mr. She, Mundo. Mr. Mundo. But he had a different name. It was Prince something at one point. Um, it's Mr. Mundo. Mr. Mundo is going to be there. Uh, every Well, he's not going to be there, but he's answering questions. Gut check. He'll answer gut check questions. Definitely, guys, be ready. Johnny Bravo will be joining us. Now, don't forget, we'll be going live quadcasting tomorrow night. YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and Twitch at TNI Show on Twitch. Well, Jump oh, right oh, in. That's right. Havoc has their own live stream. Watch along, too. Jeez. So we're going up against right. Ethan Page and Havoc? Well, we're Havoc, done. so the reason why Havoc and Ethan do it is they put Prince it on Presley, Twitch. So Presley, people, that's what the dog was. Yeah. So, so, oh, that's the real dog. Yeah. 
um, it's so other people around the world can watch it on Twitch live because in Europe they have to wait a day. Yep. Well, so they do that, that so everybody can watch that live. For our listeners. Hey, listen, I think I don't think we did too bad last week going up against Ethan Page. We did okay. I don't mind talking over it, having some dinner, hanging out with everybody, and then doing another two hours of the show afterwards, Kyle. I'm a freaking trooper like that, man. Oh, who cares what I think? Who cares what you think? Let the people decide, man. Get you guys let us know. Right now. Make that decision for us because we tweet. are the people's podcast. Tweet us tomorrow, guys, at We Talk Impact. Let us know if you want us to do it with live commentary or you want to just, uh, just wait for the show to go, the main – Review should have go at that uh, half hour after impact then. So either way, we'll, we're down to do it. Yeah. So guys, Harris, we are going live after Aftershock. After Aftershock. Aftershock is a half hour. It worked out pretty nice for us. We're gonna, as soon as Aftershock is over, we're starting. So, all right, let's get some plugs in here. Then I'll do the show plugs at the end. Basil, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at BZ. That's a B, two E's, four Z's, and a Y. All my photos are at basilmahmood.com, B-A-S-I-L. M-A-H-M-U-D dot com. Kyle, where could they find you, buddy? Onlyfans.com slash slash scum. K-M underscore T-N-I on Twitter. Slide the DM. Say hello. Very nice, man. Guys, the show. The show is available at We Talk Impact. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram at We Talk Impact or type in Total Nonstop Impact Podcast. Comes right up. We can also take the show audio on the go with you. All major podcast platforms. Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Google Play, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, Spotify, YouTube, you name it, we're on it. Go ahead and download it. Rate, review, subscribe. If you haven't rated yet, guys, I'd love to see some ratings on iTunes. Get the algorithm up. It helps us get seen more and more. Uh, I want to give a special shout-out to the fans, the listeners out in South Africa. I was looking at the South African numbers, and they're insane. So I know Impact has the South African deal, and it has really helped our numbers. Because we're getting listeners from South Africa, and Frank, I absolutely love it. Explain to the people how you find this out. Because one week you're like, "Oh, Kyle, you know we're number two in the Philippines." Like, it, tell tell the people how you find these things out. What so are you subscribed I have, to? We have a we have a service that we we have, and uh, Basil and I have it for our the podcast we do called the Backstage Boys Podcast as well. It's called Chartable. Chartable gives us insight to where we're getting listened to. So Chartable lets us know who's listening and where. And I get this data. I'm like. Holy shit, South Africa, you know, or the Philippines or the Cambodia. For a while, we were charting in Cambodia on iTunes in Cambodia. Blowing my mind. Uh, but they fell off, Kyle. They don't listen to us anymore. So I don't know why. <laughs> what happened? What did we do to piss off Cambodia? Holiday in Cambodia. <laughs> must have done something, man. But uh, they're gone. Anyway, but no, it's great to see you. So thank you guys if you're listening out in South Africa. Thank you for the uh, the recent additions to the show. Anyway, all right, guys, that's going to wrap it up for us. We'll see you tomorrow night right here. Don't forget, get your questions for Johnny Bravo ready. Thank you all for joining us. NWA TNA number 24. Tweet Vince Russo. Tell me what I'm on this show to talk about all this stuff, and we'll hopefully get him on here eventually. All right. Good night, everybody. Thanks for having us. We'll see you tomorrow. Cal Baskin, baby. Bye. This is the Jaw Jacking Tuesday Night Impact. And his mother called him son because he shines like one mocha skin manimal, Rohit Raju. And you are watching Total Nonstop Impact. This is Taya La Huera Loca, and you are listening to Total Nonstop Impact. The Walking Weapon, Josh Alexander, and you're listening to Total Nonstop Impact. We are. The, the rascals. rascals. And you are listening to total non-stop 
Impact Podcast, baby. Woo! And what you're really listening to is total non-stop impact. Don't you dare miss a lesson. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah